0: All right, we're up. And we're, we're up. Uh, welcome to the average fucking minute. Beautiful night here at church. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet because I should be drunk off my ass right now trying to get a ride, trying to get an Uber.
1: From, Having uh, Jessica drunkenly drive us back from the waste management?
0: Yeah. But instead I came to the range and this is what happened. God damn it! Yeah. So there's that. It's more of that. So... Um, yeah that's how my life is going right now i had a really really good lesson uh oh sorry uh we got bob uh Uh, bob bob sobered up a little bit since uh, the last
1: podcast (laughs) Uh, monday was an adventure for those of you who are uh, wondering how i how i fared uh for a while now we've had uh, mr steve weaver uh point out monster is coming out with a new seltzer and i thought yeah that's a good idea to you know drink during a podcast and uh uh, those of you who listened to the last podcast, you you be the judge.
0: Yeah, we did. Uh, we actually did a full blown commercial for uh, Monster Unleashed. Remember. Yeah, I believe there's a disclaimer on there. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was. Yeah. It's basically a four loco, is what. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's a that's a great. Yeah. So what was the yeah, yeah. what was the total pitch count that day? Because you were in rare form.
1: Uh, well, there was a couple beers drank on the course because that's what I do, and then uh, there were you know a few more beers drink in the parking lot uh just for you know shits and giggles and BSing. Uh I did take my usual ninety minute ish nap uh uh-huh. before I went over to your house for the podcast. Oh uh, <laughs> we went and had tacos and I think we did. I, I I'm pretty sure I smuggled beer into taco. And I, out. And out. <laughs> and then the one I the one we bought there I smuggled out. Uh and then we went to your house and I think there were probably two or three monsters in me before we even started and uh, I was out of Monster when we
2: uh, Right, when we were did, that, when we did I, that commercial you I switched remember.
1: back to Coors Light. Yeah, that's so, uh, a shame. Full 12 pack of uh, yeah. Monster Unleashed. Yeah, I, uh, I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> My name's Bob. I, I'm, I'm going to work on admitting there's a higher power but just not right now. <laughs> Doing the 12 steps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh. I'm not doing step nine. I'm not apologizing to anybody. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're 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 back. You're not uh, you got your copious notes, but you don't have copious notes. I have notes no copious you, notes uh, cause uh, I drunkenly left my notepad at your house, so we're just gonna uh, do it live like as you say. We got uh, we got Roundup. Roundup. Or where are we at
0: on uh, last podcast we went full beef Stafford. Uh I don't
1: think that's sticky. Now I'm 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 pretty sure uh Stafford is Stafford. Uh he's got one of those good last names like my last names being Mooney. Most people at work call me either that or Moondog. Uh I think Stafford is such a it that that's who he is.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Well that's how we know him. Yeah. And I stopped using Roundup when they raised <laughs> the price of that shit quadruple <laughs>
2: the original
0: cost. I had nothing to do with the uh, terminal cancer that. Oh, it... well, there is that. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get in on the class the action cost, lawsuit. Man, they just jacked the price of that shit up. Well, yeah, they had like a two hundred and seventy million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> well, they got to pay for their lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, and they keep coming. You know, uh, I Monte bet Santos I really bet. getting You'd, screwed. Pe- people are growing arms out of their fucking head and shit. Dying and dying and then dying yeah so anyway that's uh this is our church group tonight so uh we're not we're not joined by uh the
1: normal church group uh we kind of didn't say anything not, no because we weren't even sure purpose, that we were going to be able to yeah. be here so yeah, I, I almost didn't make it anyway just i showed up way late which is why we we're doing this way late and it doesn't matter because you guys don't know when we do this anyway exactly, it four a.m they wouldn't know it, yeah. it doesn't matter but we got. Well, uh, they would know it by how you
3: talk. If it was yeah, you yeah, yeah.
0: Because
3: it would definitely be a 12-pack. Yeah, that's that's cursive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was talking calligraphy on Sunday. It was it was some
0: <laughs> some sort of. Uh, I think it was iambic pentameter. <laughs> yeah. Sound. Um, yeah. mixed with Latin. Uh, but
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I could speak Latin. That's cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not
0: the only one that it took like. Three listening sessions
3: to
1: get through that whole
2: episode,
0: dude. I listened to the I listened to the replay. I waited until yesterday to listen to it, and uh, I was like, "Holy smokes, man!" Like you can literally hear his blood alcohol level <laughs> rising minute by minute. It's like, "Wow, is that the volume going up?" Oh no, that's his blood alcohol. <laughs> it's fine. He was, you know what? He was he was unleashed. He was solo. He was flying solo that <laughs> night. So. He played golf that day with uh, Casey Drozier. You yeah. hear? <laughs> at, oh, that's Paul, right. Who'd you, Who'd you play with? Yeah. I'm That's right. Uh, Man, that guy owes us so much money. Yeah. We've given him so he many probably, plugs.
3: He got more mentions than g- guests
0: I know. <laughs> in one episode. <laughs> His name gets thrown around more than mine does. And it's the average fucking minute. So where are we at? We got no copious notes tonight because you left your uh, notebook at the world headquarters. Um, well, did you guys do a lesson this week? We did. Well, I did. I did. I had mine on Monday. Well, I, first lesson in
1: a couple weeks because homeboy's vacation. I think before you jump into that, let's just quickly just go. BAC is coming up for uh, Peoria Pines for the MGA. Get signed up. Get paid. It's going to be a good time. Uh, download the Uber and or Lyft app and get that already pre-programmed with your home. Hey, yeah. When it's going to be a good time. The date? February 26th.
0: Sunday. 8 a.m. February 26th, uh, Peoria Pines, executive course, uh, wide open, it's not terribly penal. No, it's a pretty easy course. Yeah, Yeah. well, we'll see after a 12-pack of Monster Unleashed, (laughs) we'll see how people do. Hmm. Yeah, that's 12 strokes off, too. (laughs) That
3: should be
1: like 24 strokes off, those are double beers. That's a double, yeah. Uh, It's only 6%. So get get back into it uh your uh lesson jeff came back so yeah so he came back fully
0: rejuvenated from uh, hawaii his hawaiian vacation he didn't have a nice tan he's kind of a pasty fellow uh he likes to throw uh pictures of his uh look at the course i
1: played he did he did he showed me like right up in your business he
0: showed me that one like way up on the mountain or something where he's like playing through a coffee jungle or something like jurassic park yeah
1: yeah, there was. Uh, I believe he said that some scenes of Jurassic Park were actually filmed on that course. Oh, he really? okay, was at Oahu. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's where Jurassic Park was filmed. Okay. Well, yeah, he was because I went by. Was, our Hawaiian we were, authority. Well, uh, Mr. we were Scott we were talking
0: Stafford. about because um, I got to I got to make that same <laughs> trip. He had to go. He had to go there for a wedding. Oh, okay. And I got to go there for a wedding in May, and so we were talking about where to play golf and everything like that. So, and Turtle Bay's there too. Yeah, that course looked.
3: Like I want to go back and play that one. Uh, we'll,
0: well, we'll see what I end up doing. I think That's I'm North only. Shore. I think I'm only. Gonna, I'm only going to be there for five days, um, and we'll see if I can squeeze in. I, I think I'm I'm going to be limited to probably one round of golf. Wear your MGA hat. <laughs> go yeah. to Coalina, dude. Thirty-five bucks.
2: All right. I'm in. One hundred eighty-five dollars yeah. around. I'm in on
3: that.
0: Uh, yeah, you. I'll have to get you the detail or get the details from me. <coughs> no
2: um,
3: wish. No problem.
0: So yeah, so I had my lesson. Uh, it's been it had been a couple weeks. You, you all heard how I've been playing. Um, I don't I'm not I don't need to recap that. But I went in there like kind of stoked, like hey man, like I actually had a fairly decent round. And then he proceeded to go, all right, well you know hit a couple balls, <laughs> and then it was basically like, all right, well let me uh, let me just go ahead and stop you <laughs> because here's what you're doing because I was <laughs> I was telling him how I'm I'm fighting the the pole, you know, and. Um, uh, long story short, I, I got the water bottle treatment. So, audio medium. I'm gonna try not to do a whole lot of visual demonstrations, but um, I was working, focusing so hard on rotating my trail hip back that I wasn't focused on my lead leg and my lead knee, basically, and I was leaning that way in. So I'm, I'm, I'm rotate. I'm trying to get my hip rotated back in my backswing. And then I'm like doing this weird move because I'm kicking my knee, like my knees were super close together in my, at the, at the top of my backswing. And then I have to do this weird move that basically over rotates my hips just to, get, just to get forward toward the target. And I was over rotating so much that by the time my hands get to impact position, I'm already aimed way left because I'm, I'm <coughs> rotated way past target I'm basically finishing my swing before I even hit the ball. And then so by the time I make impact, I'm already aimed way left. And, you know, thus I can't Well, you do all have all that lower body
3: mass that you have to move around. To it do,
0: it so. is.
1: There, there's a lot of stuff that, that needs to move around. So yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, weird move that you're talking about was something I was trying to explain on a previous podcast. <coughs> of the, You just have this thing in your swing that it, it's hard to explain without, I mean, you got to see it visual. Yeah. Uh, and you just had it. And then I'll let you continue. Cause I, I liked what you shared with us. So, so basically he goes, Hey,
0: just let me do this. Set up this, set up this water bottle on the inside of your, of your left ankle, basically. And, um, don't knock it over, right? Like rotate your hip back, but don't move, don't move this. Don't move your front leg back toward your don't move your don't left have leg. Hip sway. Yeah. 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 Hips well, way
1: collapsing your knee. That yeah. Sort of stuff. Don't
0: don't do that. Just if anything, if bend your knee, but move it out toward the ball, basically. Still move. Still in your downswing. Still move forward toward the target. But what what I ended up doing was, I was I was much more squared at impact. I was actually getting more hip rotation doing it that way rather than trying to. You know, just focus on rotating for whatever reason. Just just that one little move, I was getting more rotation back in my backswing, and then when I came through in my downswing, I was much more square because I wasn't trying to overcompensate to um, basically to compensate for all of that bad movement the uh, the opposite direction. So um, I, I started hitting the ball straight. Um, well, straight for. Uh
1: Podcast land straight is what exactly? Like where I'm, where I'm <laughs> yeah. aimed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where you anticipate the ball uh, going. Yeah. So where you're aimed. Uh, so let's say like you wanted to hit it down the fairway, and then you just lined up and hit it down the fairway. That's what he's talking about, because I've played with a lot of the MGAs, and uh, yeah, that's not something we do. Right. It's it, it's
0: definitely rare. So, but I started. So they have that big screen up on the wall that shows every shot that you hit, you know, shot tracer type stuff. And the dispersion, like like my grouping, not everything was dead straight, right? But the cluster of shots, even my miss hits were going straight. Like I'd hit it fat or whatever, and it's still going straight. And and I'm actually getting, you know, a couple, couple extra yards, even though I'm not going full send on my swing. Like I'm just proper impact and club face position at impact paired with, um, you know, just smooth tempo
1: turns out is <laughs> very oh, yeah. very yeah. important yeah. to a golf swing so you know for all the years i played golf people have told me that all the time it was swinging tempo and you don't have to worry yeah. about how fast and uh i only started believing it after i took lessons because right. you, no, can you, you can't
0: you can't argue with the uh, with the data right like you can swing out of your shoes and not get any more yardage uh-huh. out of you know you just take a nice easy swing and as long as your as long as your path and your club face
1: are correct you're gonna hit the ball you know you shared with us the uh before and after swing you probably ought to put that on the average minute page just saying uh from your lesson this last time and you could the the thing that you do was definitely in the first one and then the second one was that's a nice shallow in tempo nice swing do that
0: yeah yeah and so so I got here tonight and I was super jazzed you know hey let's let's practice this because again all week I've been every idle minute I'm sitting there ghost swinging a club just trying to build muscle memory not not swaying just rotating and and just trying to build that muscle memory and for the first you know 20-25 balls it was it was great I was hitting good shots I felt really good about it and then all of a sudden it just kind of degraded and I don't know I don't know what was going on but um, well, like I told you up there when we were hitting,
3: dude, you can't stand over the ball and think of seven different things and try to pull them off. Yeah. you got to pick one, maybe two things, fix those. do them. You know, for me, that's what I do. I don't try to fix, well, I'm going to take my back swing here. I need to turn this hip. I need to make sure my
0: hands come through. Right. You know. Well, and especially especially when it's not, like, this is, I'm it's forcing, I'm forcing yeah. myself to swing this way. Like, it's not muscle. I haven't built the muscle memory yet where I just get up. You know, everybody says, I'll just get up and hit the ball. Don't think about it. Well, if I do that, I go back to the way my body naturally does it, which is totally fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, So, which makes it challenging when you go out to play uh, an actual round of golf because you can't get up on the tee box or in the fair, wherever you're at. You can't stand over the ball and go like you're in a lesson like, okay, do this, do this, do this. You got to just play with whatever game you showed up with. You can't fix your game on the golf course. And so that, that, that's, that's what I'm dealing with right now when I go out and play around in one of our tournaments or, or whatever, is I just show up, and however I'm hitting the ball that day, that's how I'm hitting the ball. Because you can't have a thousand thought swings when you're standing over the ball. You can't, you can't do it. You know? You'll yep. never finish the round. So. My last
3: two tournament rounds were both exactly what you were just saying. Me trying to fix my golf swing on the golf course. During a tournament, I mean, the there's,
0: there's little adjustments that you can make. Definitely, you know, you can go. Okay, well, you know, I'm, I maybe an adjustment in the grip or your alignment, your stance, your setup. You know, whatever. Yeah, I'm hitting it,
3: it's fading. I'm gonna aim a little. Bit but you more can't. Left.
0: You can't be like, okay, what I did on that last one was I didn't. I hung my elbow out and I came over the top. You know, you can't. You just gotta hit the ball, you know, and then compensate however however you need to for whatever swing you brought that day. And it, it, it's a fucking challenge. And Is that it's like more I, Topo Chicos like, or? <laughs> like I said on the last podcast, you have to be, you have to be accepting of the results, regardless of what they are. Like you hit a bad shot, you have to go. You know what? That's who I am. That's who I am. I'm not gonna let that fucking destroy my, my mental. Uh, you know, like I, I can't let that ruin my round I have to just realize that's who I am I'm trying to hit good shots and I'll be super surprised and I'll be stoked when I do hit a good shot but I can't expect that just because I went out and took a lesson I'm going to hit everything great you know, you're not going to hit every shot on the course like you did in the hitting bay at Golf Tech. That's just not a thing. And you have X amount of weeks left with your lesson plan anyway, right? I'm like, I think I'm like seven lessons into a 52-week
3: program. Yeah, he's, program, he, he's so. full
1: send for a while. Yeah. I think I've took uh, six lessons so far. The thing that I took away from what you were just talking about was the keys to think about when you're standing over the ball. And I had the conversation with our instructor of, well, you told me this and you told me this and I'm just kind of picturing step by step what that is in my head and he finally just kind of went you realize you're thinking too much you gotta, he's all pick one that lets you do them all and that's where I'm at now to where I know what thing I need to think of one thing, um, and more importantly one thing that I need to think of that kind of incorporates everything
0: well, for me, exactly For right now, for me that one most important thing for me is tempo because like my body does like've I've done it I've done it enough recently to where where it where it starts getting loose and where it start where I start breaking down is when I get ahead of myself and I go oh I'm so excited to hit the next shot or you know, whatever. Or I just hit a bad shot and I want to redeem myself and hit it again, you know,
1: yeah. like every time I smoke one down the fairway and i like, Oh, just, this next shot's going to be great. It's like, no, it's chunk.
0: Like, you yeah, just, yeah. you <laughs> got it. You got to think tempo, right? Like uh-huh. slow yourself down. And what I need to get in the habit of doing is taking a, like how often do you see me take a practice swing before I get up
1: and hit the ball? Uh, every time I swung at the tournament the other day and every time I swung in my lesson on Wednesday, I stood there and thought to myself, the instructor just told me to take a practice swing, and I didn't. Yep. Every he tells you take a practice swing, yep. and I don't.
0: Yep.
3: And
1: but I the could.
3: practice swing does set your tempo.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, uh, and, uh,
3: it's, and it's one
0: of those. It's one of those things where you're going okay. Like I'll do it. I'll take practice swings when I'm chipping, yeah. or if I'm putting, you know, trying to trying to get a tempo. But I rarely, if I'm on the tee box or in the fairway, or the almost work, never, almost
1: never take a practice swing. Okay. And why is that? Uh, I don't know what habit we got into, but, like, say that I, I can actually hear our instructor go, take a practice swing. Like, I'm set up to the ball, ready to hit it, going, should I back away and take a practice yep. swing? Because he just told me you I should. Absolutely you absolutely know. should. And, yeah, uh, it's weird, you know, just like Stafford just said, is uh, tempo. It gives you that feel. I mean, the number of times, and I've heard this a hundred times with uh, or thousands, of, oh, I just wasted the good one. Yeah. No, you didn't. Well, and that's what you, I told. You just felt what the good one should and that, feel like. That's what I told the, the
0: instructor was I almost I almost get pissed off when I do take a practice swing and it's good because I go, why the fuck did I waste that? Yeah. I could have hit uh-huh. the ball yeah. and it would have been on the green yeah. or whatever. Now, who knows what's going to happen because I just
1: ruined, like uh-huh. I just let yeah. the good one go. Now I can't do a second yeah, one. like I what can't are the do chances I'm going to do that two times in a row? And, and the whole idea of golf is you got to do that. 72 times in
2: a row it's got
0: to be it's got to be the majority you have to you have to reverse it and be like okay you have to get to the point where yep that's your practice swing that's your regular swing and the miss is the every once in a while that eight out of ten are
1: good instead of eight out of ten are bad
0: right exactly so when
3: i I warm up for a golf tournament or playing golf i'll hit my pitching wedge seven iron driver i don't hit anything else I hit ten balls with my pitching wedge, then I hit ten balls with my seven iron, then I hit ten balls with my driver, and I look at where those ten balls all ended up. That right. tells me, you know. Well, see,
0: and that's and that's right. the thing too. Like when you when you hit the range before the round, are you practicing at the range? See, that's the thing that I get into. If I'm at the range, it's just a natural thing. I'm like, oh, I gotta I gotta fix this, and that's a that's a bad place to be before your round, yeah. right? Like you need to go out there. All, all you should be doing at the range is determining... Getting loose. How am I hitting the ball today? Yeah. Get yourself loose and then determine wh- how's, how, how am I hitting the ball today? am I'm I a fucking range am I, warrior, am dude. I pull, am I pulling everything? Am I fading? What, what am I doing? What am I doing today? How do I know what I need to do when I get on the course? It's not a, oh, shit, I hit that one really bad. I need to have a bunch of swing thoughts and try to
1: fix it before I go out on the course. That's not... Uh, I always would go warm up and hit five, six balls and just that's good enough and then the, the last tournament we were in uh at palm brook with casey derosier uh,
2: <laughs> who'd you uh, play with <laughs> uh
1: i probably hit a good 25 30 balls just loosened up nice working on the swing tempo uh my first six holes were right down the middle you know feeling good until i you know decided to derail because uh, that's what we do also uh i really think you got to take that rain session way more serious instead of me i was just doing the i I got to get my back to crack like at least three times on the swing and then i'm good and it goes right back to the practice swing i didn't practice swing because why why bother right you you know why waste the good one right and that's kind of my a great rain session for somebody at our level is like oh well now i'm gonna go fuck up when i go to the course because i just wasted all the good ones or if you
3: go to the range and you don't like top any
1: yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and the first, you top the first And then one. you go yeah. to the... Yeah. That's my problem. We're, I go to the range. It, and, and
3: it's, it's weird. Pure.
0: Why is that? Why Why is it that... No pressure. That, that that's the... You know... But it's all the... Everybody says... It's oh, all I the just, mental
1: we put on ourselves. I just really wasted all the
0: good ones. I didn't hit anything bad at the range. And then you go out there. And you should be stepping up on the tee box with so much confidence because you just hit everything yeah. good. And then all of a sudden you're like playing like
3: shit. Well, the ra- oh the God. driving range is like 150 yards wide. So you don't... Hit, they're hard to hit
0: out of bounds on the yeah, driving range. There's no... Yeah, there's no And big, you're not
3: keeping score on there, the driving range. Yeah, there's no, there's no penalty for
0: a bad shot. Yeah, on exactly. The, yeah. Yeah. You're just losing. You reload. Your blah, blah, mind blah. is
3: free. You're... Yeah. I hate going to the range because you go there and you hit them all good and then you go to the first tee and you, like, hook one or slice yeah, one or...
1: Exactly. Yeah. And you derail mentally because you're going, I'm just going to hook everything out of bounds all day, so let me adjust for that. And it's like... You didn't. And then yeah, you, and that's what you my didn't life. do it on the range. And then just, you
0: smoke yeah. one dead straight yeah. out of bounds. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know how to do that
0: too. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> you're so that's my lesson, and I'm working. And I totally forgot. I was so so stressed over the traffic uh, getting here tonight <laughs> yeah. that when I got here, I just I had to get upstairs. I had to start hitting balls, and I totally forgot to grab my water bottle out of the you know door of my truck, and uh, so I could practice that drill but oh. the whole time i'm up there i'm going i i'm you could use I have, beer i have the phantom water bottle and i'm <laughs> yeah. going all right don't don't knock that over you know yeah the, the
1: he knocked b- it over a few times
0: uh definitely yeah 100 percent.
1: the water bottle thing was uh the, what i was introduced to which we also had different instructors from the start i think that was a uh, i'm going to reiterate the move to our guy now was great for you i'm i'm glad we hold that mutiny uh
0: i uh, have uh just on that note um the the feedback that i got from our instructor and we're not going to name names on the other guy because you know stan no yeah uh, oh it isn't stan? no but <laughs> it might as well be there uh, is no yeah let's call uh, him we'll, stan. we'll call him stan yeah. uh, uh our instructor informed me that um there have been basically like hey man i know you feel guilty or you know, yeah. like, I, cause
1: I do, I feel bad. He got like, fired. Uh, yeah. No, oh. no. Oh, I, I mentioned your name at my lesson and <coughs> I, I watched him pop up like, Oh, you know him too. And I'm like, ah, shit. Yeah. I'm so like, ass. I feel
0: bad, you know, I don't, I, but look, dude, I, I paid a lot of money right. to improve. This is it, about me, it, not it, about him. Yeah. It's, I don't give it's a shit about his you. feelings, it, right? Uh, but I do as a, as a human being, I give oh, a yeah. shit about everybody's feelings uh well, so not so thing. he was just he was trying to make me and he said look man he goes we have had so many people <laughs> do the same <laughs> thing <James laughs> Lessons, like, with that, dude. <laughs> yeah. so don't feel like, yeah. don't feel bad That's it's, like not, Stale it's not it's not right if it's anybody it's him <laughs> right mm-hmm. so it did it made me feel a little better because i'm I, I wasn't it wasn't like because initially i'm like man i don't know what it is i don't know if it's him or i don't know if i'm just stupid and i can't understand what he's trying to tell me or whatever right and i'm going but then as soon as i got with this other guy that you talked your language uh,
1: yeah and uh, uh, the guy we have uh has been doing it for a long long time he actually has youtube videos out there for back when he lived in uh, new mexico uh my buddy matt was the one who uh steered me towards him and I probably wouldn't be doing lessons if it wasn't for him uh or or the podcast so to speak uh my first lesson with swing evaluation I still call it a lesson because well they give you yeah uh, but they give you basically a free lesson if you sign up is what the swing evaluation amounts to that's when I was introduced to the water bottle and it's really I, I mean I noticed on Stafford who's a substantially better golfer than me that oh he's got hip sway and you know this is how much better he is as I mentioned it to him and he fixed it right away. It's like, well, I'm never telling him anything again. Uh, but my, uh, current lesson after I, I watched your, uh, like I say, your, your swing. I was pretty excited about, you know, seeing you do it right. I, Cause it's hard to explain to somebody else without actually seeing yeah. it on video.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, I got there to, on Wednesday and my, uh, I hit a few balls and he goes, you know what? I like what you're doing. So, What's not working? and So I told him uh, about how, okay, well, when I'm 65 yards out with a wedge, I will hit it one out of ten times perfect, and the other ten times I'm hitting it 200 yards or two yards. Right. And he goes, let's work on that. So I broke out the wedge, and he really explained a lot of, uh, it's a real, the wedge game is really a 9-to-3 situation. Because uh-huh. you're hitting it... If you're trying to go, go full swing, you're really going to de-loft or over-loft or blade the flip out of it. The 9-to-3 is very much more controllable. You're actually using the face of the club to get more spin. Harder uh, to desell. Yeah, it's hard to fuck up. Uh, and so I started hitting those, and i mean. I, I have had a problem for probably three or four years with decent chipping. And again, I'm talking from 60 yards out of just you know hitting like a I, I'd call it a punch. It's not that's not what it's called. Uh, but hitting that shot to where you're 60 yards out and you're there. Like I will lay up to where I'm a hundred something plus now, out.
0: Now what so so riddle me this.
1: You're 60 yards
0: out, say say you're in the middle of the fairway. You're 60 yards out, middle. Middle pin. I don't give a shit. Middle pin. Wide open uh, green. Uh,
2: Wide nor-
0: open. Normal green. No no trouble in front of the green.
1: What's What shot are you hitting? Uh, what I should hit is a 58 degree. Full 60. Uh, in my uh, confidence level. I don't have a 60. I have a 58. Uh, my full confidence level, I'd be sitting there going, do I need to punch and run this with like a 7 or 8 iron, or should I mm-hmm. you know, actually take the wedge uh, after the lesson on wednesday i absolutely would go the 58 with that uh nine to three, nine to three. kind of swing three to nine on yeah. that i have another level to that is it the first hole or well, is it the 14th hole? Uh, listen because, uh,
0: not important uh, what yeah. i'm getting at i'm trying to get where you're at because i know where i'm at but let's so that's where you're at is you're you're that's what you're struggling i'm undecided
1: with. to a certain extent
0: you're a decent golfer yeah. Where, and you're going full 58 Full 60
3: on the first hole. Uh-huh. Depending on how I'm hitting so my wedges. you're trying you're yeah.
0: trying you're going okay. No trouble in front of the green. Wide open flat green. No no issues. I don't have to worry about, you know, going long and going over and My next. 60 60 yards. So, you want you want you're trying to stick it next to the pin. Yep. Drop and stop. Drop and stop. It'll t- it'll be spinning if it's in now, the fairway. Now What's the play? Put a uh, put a Cavern, at, like at number ten at or number on number the,
3: eighteen uh, at GCU. Palm
0: Valley, the first oh, okay. hole. yeah, yeah. You know, you say you lay up off the tee, and you got that 65-yard shot with that big giant bunker in front of the green. But the green itself is pretty harmless. Right. A little bit elevated, but you got that big green. Right, right. In front, what's the shot you're hitting? Same there? shot. Same shot. Flop. That's your only choice with that type of green. With the one, with the one um, I presented before, like no trouble all day long where i'm at my level all day long i'm taking if i'm well you hit 60, that shot 60, on that hole i did yeah. and i actually it worked out really well yeah, you should have birdie but that was a that was one of those holy smokes dude one one in a row like i just hit a good shot and but it's not that's not my go-to like that's not a stock shot for me like i don't just dial don't that up, that up like, oh, a lot. oh yeah let me just you know here just yeah, flop that, this that up was- there
1: and that was the conversation I had with my instructor. Was on number four at Palm Brook. I'm sitting 65 yards out, <laughs> and I even told Casey Derosier, who I played with uh, at Palm Brook, that yeah, at Palm Brook, yeah, yeah. that I'm just going to go full confidence <laughs> and swing this like I know what I'm doing. And I hit that shot, and I still don't remember if I made the birdie or not. But I had like a six footer. Right? I know I made a birdie, but I don't remember which hole it is because you know, again, you heard the podcast on Sunday. Uh, yeah, uh, there's well, you, we tried. Yeah,
0: you yeah. were you were yeah. unleashed.
1: Yeah. And, uh, the very next time I had a 60 yard shot was on number eight and I, okay, well, go in total confidence. And I hit that about 180 yards because that's what you do when you're 60 yards out. Uh, and just, it kind of, it started to derail my round because I just didn't have that. And a lot of it is I was trying to hit a wedge with a full swing and most of my lesson, about 10, 15 minutes of it. They're 30 minute lessons for those of you aren't doing it. Uh, was, don't do that. Right? Uh, it's all. I, I I tried to explain this some to one of my buddies at work that we golf all the time and uh, talk shit. Um, the chipping, as he tried to explain it, is you got to think of it as putting, and uh-huh. not like what Whip tells us with putting of oh no, just do a putting stroke. It's you the speed. Oh. So if you have a ten foot putt, you go back and hit it ten feet. Right. You have a, 25 30 foot putt, you go back and hit it 30 feet. Right. So if you have a wedge, 65 yard putt, yeah, well, 65 yard putt, you know, hit your wedge, 65 yards. Uh, Which I
0: also saw Stan Smith do yeah. uh, a couple times was a 65 <laughs> yeah. yard putt from but, off the green. But it's not, it's
1: more of how you accelerate the club from nine to three, right? Then it is go all the way back and go full John Daly with a right. wedge. You're the full John Daly with a wedge, you got several things are going to happen. One, club face going to be super duper open, you're going to hit the highest 10-yard shot you've ever hit in your life, or you're going to hit the knife edge of it and you're going to hit the yep. longest wedge that's way further than your driver, or you're going to hit it correctly and end up where you want to be. It's one of those three things and
2: very rarely rarely pretty good. Is, it's not it's, going to be the, the, <laughs> the good ones probably <laughs> right. not going to be the
0: answer. Yeah, there's also is the pin in the back and so, the pin yeah. in the front. So so kind of where I'm at right now and back to the back to the point about uh Managing expectations and playing the game that you brought to the course, right? Like, I am not there to the point like you can hit all those you want in the simulator or on the range, but I am not there to where I can just dial that shot up whenever I want. So for me, and and I'll tell you, and those of you that have uh, golfed with me, and not just here but out there in podcast land, those those of you that have golfed with me uh, since I. Since I got so poor at hitting solid iron shots, my scrambling has had to be. I had to figure out how to.
1: Oh, you're, you're chipping and putting. So, is
0: but but great. a lot of that a lot of that is me going. Okay, I have to take the safe approach here. And what's the safe approach? I got that 65 yard shot that to an open green where I can bump and run something. I'm taking a seven iron or an eight iron all day long, depending on the elevation of the green, you know, things like that. If you gotta and, go under treatments or whatever. And I'm
1: just I'm just punching a little little runner and running and, it up and, there and and you have the touch, like I, I have the touch on that shot, so I <coughs> for me I think it's forcing it to try to go with a wedge because I don't have that shot and it's I don't have the confidence see, in that shot. See Where, for me I am so used to hitting my eight
0: iron sixty five yards. <laughs> it's it's muscle memory yeah, it's, for me. I can take a full swing with an eight iron and put it sixty five yards. So yeah, you're not supposed to hit sand shots with your eight iron from the fairway. No, I, I do. I love that I just like that, you know, nice safe it's just a little punch, safe runner, you know, but obviously if you got trouble you got a bunker or yeah. water or something. Something you gotta go over, you know, it's yeah. a problem it's fucking a problem. And, and I've even gotten to the point where like course management has become such a focus for me because I have no idea half the time where my ball's going to go. Um, you could have just left it
1: at no idea. It's
0: it's most likely not going to go where I'm trying to hit it. Right. So if I was, I've even gotten to the point where if it's, if, if I do have that trouble between me and the green, I'll even play like it's, I'm saving strokes if I chip around it, like if I just punch one over here and then try to chip up, rather than try to you know, put it in some cavernous bunker or in the water or whatever. Try to punch it to a safe place. Exactly. Well, when Bob played at
3: uh, Palm Brook with Casey Drozier, <laughs> that Palm Brook, the rough there, is different than other courses. So for me, I have to make different shot selections and most other courses where it's, the grass is fluffier and you can get a right. club to it, Palm Brooks is all mud and real compacted, yep. so it's really hard to hit it with a 60. Yep. I have to switch to like a pitching wedge or nine iron and play a little bump and run. Right. Because if I hit that other wedge, I'm digging it in and I'm chunking it. Right. You're either, yeah. I'd rather be 20 feet past the hole on the green than 10 feet in front of me and rechipping again. Exactly.
0: So course course management, course management is, is, is huge. in every shot that you hit you know i mean it it comes down to i what really helped me years ago when i was playing my best golf what really helped me was looking at it looking at the the hole we're playing instead of stepping up on the tee box and going oh man i can just grip it and like this is wide open i can just rip this thing down there as far as i want or as far as i can you know um because as far as i can and as far as i want are two completely different things but um You have to look at it and go, okay, uh, say it's a short par 4. It's a 300 and... 336. Yeah, (laughs) 340, whatever it is. Short par 4. Do I want to hit 280 down the middle? If I hit my driver on the screws, it's 280. Maybe, with some rollout, right? Okay, well, now what? I got a 50-yard shot into the green? That's like my worst fucking yardage, right? So why... So I re- you really have to start looking at going okay where do I want to play from I want to play from 100 yards 110 whatever your your favorite club what's your favorite club that you hit the most consistent that you know you're going to get ch- your your odds are of hitting a good shot what's that club what's mine, that yardage mine So put yourself to that yardage mm-hmm. if you possibly can right 120 Play to that So so 3 336 so I want to hit this. I want to hit this 216 off the tee, leave myself 120 yards into the into the green.
1: Yeah, that's where I hurt myself. Uh, so what
0: club do I hit 216? Yeah, well, sometimes yeah. it's my sand wedge. So sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. you know, uh,
1: it, I hurt it's myself not no when you hit it
3: right, <laughs> not when you stall it. I, no, I, I mean
0: hybrid, three wood. What you know what I mean? Like draw draw that club, and everybody's getting out the big dog, and it's so easy to go. Oh man, everybody else is hitting driver. Be a four iron for me. Yeah, it's whatever you know. Whatever club you, it, it course management is so important, and everybody gets gets so wrapped up in what do you hit, what club are you hitting? I don't give a shit what club you're hitting.
3: Like when I ask other players that I play with, I generally just trying to you know get a gauge of am I hitting the right club or not? Which is illegal in
1: a tournament, by the way.
3: Yeah,
0: well, yeah. Right, I'm just saying you know casual
3: round. Nothing renown, ever whatever. illegal happens
0: in tournament. Yeah, that's no. right. You see it you. If That's good. Pick it up. <laughs> you're stepping up on the tee box with your driver, your three-wood. I know what club you're hitting. I don't have to ask you. Yeah. But I don't need to feel bad because three out of the four guys are hitting driver, and I'm hitting a fucking hybrid. I want to play from the yardage I feel comfortable with, not, you know. There's two There's two factors. With my driver, I could, I could hit it. Maybe, may, if I do everything right, I could hit it on the screws, and I could put it way down there but chances are pretty good i'm gonna hit it left or right and and then what now i now i'm screwed with you you reduce the chances of the terrible miss hit when you draw a club that you're comfortable with and you're you know you're lessening your chances of an errant shot you're playing from the decent yardage that you want and even on a par four like i know this isn't popular and then this is the guy's podcast and whatever but laying up on a par four I've done. You hit a hit a poor tee shot, and you got 236 left into the green on a par. Like I don't have a club that I'm going to put on the green and try to still salvage a park. I got a three way that'll go in houses. That's not a thing. So what do I want to do? I've I've done. Oh, you, you hit you duff your driver. You hit it off whatever. You top it or you you fly it up there and it only goes 150 yards. Whatever. Okay, now I got 236. Whatever into into the green fucking hit two nine irons you know I don't you know what I mean like I don't you have to you have to put yourself in a position to hit good shots if you possibly can instead of just going well shit I'm so far back I'm just gonna rip something as because there is that other school of thought too about statistically the closer you are the hole the lower your score is gonna be so just hit it as far as you can you know the Bryson DeChambeau theory just hit it as far as you can on every shot and
1: your, your scores are going to be lower oh. well
0: not not for me not for this guy
1: not <laughs> me either uh one of the most oh, interesting uh articles i read recently uh with golf was on like a par five for instance let's say it's 550 yards or whatever and you hit uh at 250 so now you're sitting what 300, 300 300 out you're better off hitting the club you hit a 150 right and hit that 150, and then you go up there. And now you just swung the club that you yep. hit 150, and you hit, you swing the exact same club because you just did it. So that way you right. do it that way. I've been playing those for a while. It's it's helped my. I've got a lot of sevens and eights on par fives over the last uh, you know few rounds. Uh, but ever since I kind of switched that thought process about four or five rounds ago, it's mitigated that to where you know it it, it's bringing pars and sixes back right uh uh, i even had an opportunity at eagle uh but that was i wasn't following that strategy well
2: and (laughs) and
0: and when you're when you're at when you're at our our level let's say you're 300 out the natural inclination is to grab your three wood yeah you know you're gonna hit that what 220 225 whatever just on average right it's say say 160 say you uh, i'm just saying say <laughs> say you you hit it clean whatever pull the fuck out of it oh yeah or or slice the fuck out of it guess what you're probably out of bounds yeah let, right let's say 230 i'm behind a tree or in a bunker you're probably best you're, case scenario you're in like you're in, in, you're in terrible position right yeah. whereas if you hit that 150 club even if you mishit it if you hit it offline your chances of like going out of bounds are way drastically yeah. lowered because you're taking a safer shot, and and guess what, you're saving yourself penalty strokes, which is what murdered my round last week. In case you didn't listen to a podcast, had 10 I had ten strokes. penalty no strokes, yeah. six American. six of them on the same hole because I hit three balls <coughs> out of them
1: on the same. But did you I, go full 18th hole at Palomas for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was. I just kept hitting Las Palomas. It I'm was, like, it was it was. It was a, I shouldn't have put that condo there. No. But I guess the
0: moral of the story is course management, um, manage your expectations, play the game that you showed up with. Uh, don't try to be a hero. You know what I mean? Like, you're not that guy, pal. You're not, <laughs> you're, not that guy. You're not yeah. that guy. Um, just be the guy you are. You know, you're going to shoot lower scores if you play the game that you're capable of playing and not try to play the game that you see on TV from the guys that make. Millions of dollars doing we'll it. We'll hit thousands you know. of balls a week. Right.
3: So, have swing coaches and psychological coaches, and they don't drink 12 packs of
0: Topo Chico uh. <laughs> <laughs> during their rounds. Right. So, on that note, I'm going to
1: take a uh, uh, rest, break. restroom break and uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, nice potty break. Uh, it's been way longer than you guys all know, but you know. It took a minute. It, it dude. just happened. Again,
0: uh, when yeah. you have a prostate the size of a Florida
1: grapefruit, it takes a minute. Uh, so to finalize our last segment, I uh, just point out that uh, I typically—do uh, you got a queued up there, Scott? Go for it. No, I don't. Oh, you oh. don't. Uh, you're fa- fail. Uh, Fired. I uh, warmed up with my seven iron like I always do, and then uh, that's when he brought me to the wedge thing, which was led to a copious conversation. Uh, And then when he goes, let's go ahead and hit a, a, you know, a few, a few more and you'll work on, you know, your regular swing. And I grabbed a six iron instead of seven. And he made a comment of, man, you're really smashing that seven iron. (laughs) I'm like, is it going about, I don't know, 10 yards further (laughs) than I have been? And he goes, yeah, I'm all, it's a six. And he goes, why don't you, uh, let's work on this. And so he had me put the ball more forward in my stance And what I really learned from what I was doing is my my, I typically aim 10 degrees, 15 degrees to the right, and then pull it down the middle and fade it back. Ideally, (laughs) uh, uh, since lessons, fading it back now. Uh, But that's where that's my natural swing plane is to hit hit that pull, and he really moved the ball forward in my stance, Uh and by having not. Excessive hip sway, and actually turning your hips, uh, moving your arms in uh, proper uh, tempo with your hips. Uh, I really, I started just hitting that six iron, you know, right down the middle, right down that little target line they have, and was hitting it great. And he's all, "We need to work on where you place the ball uh, on the wedges. You want to?" He he was recommending me going further back but definitely on the uh, other irons he wants me to go forward and it's really it's I haven't really taken a Mooney divot Uh in a while Um, when I played with Casey DeRozier at uh, Pombra Um, I (laughs) barely left the divot Uh, and so I really um, I think I'm you know at that point where at the BAC I'm the guy to beat, so you guys, you know, just plan on between me drinking... Well, you're you know, going to shave so many fucking
2: yeah. strokes <laughs> off your score.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm planning on it with, uh, I got, you know, Monster Unleashed, as that's training for me, so if you figure uh, a 12-pack of Monsters, that's what, 24 Coors no, Lights? No, so. uh-uh, <laughs> one is one. Uh, no, I'm saying I switched to Coors Lights only... Yeah, uh, and yeah, right. that's the equivalent of twenty four. You yeah. know, so I'll be DQing. Don't worry about me.
0: <laughs> and we set the line. We set. Uh, and you'll care about this because you uh,
1: flirt with DQ. By the way, pointing at Stafford without saying you care about.
0: Them. Yeah, I was. I was getting to that. <laughs> uh, Stafford uh, Roundup uh, Beef. Beef Stafford. Yeah. You flirt with DQ uh, regularly in the MGA. Uh, the BAC for those all of you out there in podcast land that care about joining the BAC. Uh, we moved the DQ line from uh,
1: breaking 80 to breaking 70. Yeah, because the uh, par is at least 10 strokes. I believe it's 63 there. Yeah, so as uh, it sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, so if you break 70, you're, you're done. You, I'm, I'm shooting a 59 just because I've never shot a 59. On the <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall... Oh, it, it, after my beers. Yeah, I, I don't see you shooting 54 with all those fucking Topo Chico's
3: or whatever they're going to be. I'm not a Topo Chico guy, but... I don't know why that uh, keeps sticking in my head.
0: Oh, because of Mesquite yeah. when you were like,
3: Topo Chico. Topo
0: Chico. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the entire fridge in yeah. the kitchen was <laughs> yeah. filled with yeah. Topo Chico. Uh, you know, I haven't actually had a Topo Chico in a minute. It's been a hot minute. And I should have had a shit ton of them today at the open, because
1: I'm pretty sure they're still a title title sponsor of the waste management. Uh, yeah, have has anybody checked in to make sure Whip is uh, no. not dead? No. Well, he's on the other side of where Angelo was. I yeah.
0: reached out to him earlier and said, "Hey, man!" Like, what? and he goes, "Oh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to post too much because I know that you should be here and yeah. whatever." So,
1: yeah. uh, you and I both went full FOMO with the uh, waste management open. That's usually the. Uh, thursday event that we uh, all go to yep. and uh yeah and we're not and matching shirts well, well duh yeah i was excited
0: we were probably going to wear the cactus shirt the waste uh-huh. management yeah. cactus shirt and uh our shirt
3: for world question go ahead it's for the uh am are you guys uh, partnering up with your no, partner whip, or are you whip said he's going to be healthy for the am so but you're going to but my question is are you going to be wearing like matching outfits again
2: oh yeah
0: yeah that's part of the, that's that's what you do okay. for the Emmy. who's your partner CJ alright um okay so you're gonna have to get a uh you know go full poncho or yeah, yeah.
3: We, we're, we're working
1: something up something there. flowy <laughs> you know, like Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. uh, maybe it could be in ensconced in velvet. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think my uh, hips' sway will look good in velvet. Uh,
0: yeah. So for all those out there in podcast land that are contemplating joining the MGA, uh, whatever chapter you're going to join, the first tournament of the season is the is the uh, the, the Rebel Beach Am-Am, which is a paired tournament it's uh you can win the individual uh title but it's the team two-man team low net score combined uh wins the the double-headed trophy so which i actually have one of those who'd you win it with gus duncan yeah yeah that makes
3: sense
1: at uh what is was that course that we crossed the road was that the one with the green grass (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Kelly was. Yeah, no, that was. There, the there were like there were like eighteen holes. That was yeah.
3: that was Jordan Driftmeyer yeah. when he was
1: he had the bottle the handle of crown. Oh, Sun City uh, Country Club. Yep, that's what it was.
3: Yeah,
1: I only remember that because I had to uh, stash the amount of alcohol I brought because that dickhead Search his bags uh, went.
3: Hey, look Yeah, we all had to get our beers in the parking lot. Yeah, look all yeah. the alcohol That's right. we had. Yeah, uh, we
0: did. We did have to do a parking lot distribution. Yeah, look who decided to show up. Uh, audio medium, but uh, looks like, looks like it is. In fact, what happened? Uh, no, we leave tomorrow for Havasu.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, we were supposed to be the waste management tonight. This was
0: the last minute that we didn't know we were going to be able to make it tonight, so we didn't announce it to anybody.
3: And this is so, not for Radio Land. Uh, Eric uh, yeah, Gertes. this is
0: uh, audio medium. Eric Gertis decided to show up an hour into the podcast. So, <laughs>
3: hey, I brought a brand new member though. He signed
0: up. Oh yeah, and and we're uh,
1: talking Wait. to Gary.
0: Gary. Gary. Ambler.
1: I Ambulun. saw. Yeah, I, I've seen that name. yes
0: yeah. I, I saw your name today.
1: Good morning. Well, welcome uh, so to the I you uh, You already got your uh, handicap established. MJ so. What kind of penalty strokes are you pulling? I
3: shoot penalty strokes. No, you're like 23,
2: aren't
1: you? Yeah. All right. So you're you'll fit right in. Yeah, you'll be fine. This is a mediocre golf, right? Yeah.
2: Okay,
1: that's what I am. Uh, So, did you sign up for some uh, below average below average challenge action BAC? I haven't signed up yet for any
0: tournaments, but. Probably this next one coming.
3: BAC. Do you like alcohol? Yeah, that's uh, a. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Okay. <so laughs> yeah. Same strokes for every drink. This yeah. is a perfect uh, turnout. Yeah. for you. Yeah. That
3: is the perfect. The perfect yeah, yeah. baptism.
0: Uh, uh, uh Where are we out on the Uber app yeah. on your phone?
3: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Is, is that updated? Girlfriend. You're, 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 gonna, friend. you're, friend. Gonna, you're friend. gonna. Oh, there you go. Even better. Dial Dialer. You know, really,
1: that's D. that's what our uh, chapter should be. Is do you like alcohol? Is what should it, you know? Right. Yeah, that that's the introduction. Do you like alcohol or weed? Well, the, <laughs> Whatever.
0: Uh, where are we out on uh, cocaine yeah. with Thor's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so have you ever cut any cocaine with acetone? And, no?
2: All right, no? Not recently.
0: Uh, that's a couple episodes ago. Yeah, uh, yeah Mark. It happens. All right, well, welcome to the MGA. Glad to have apart. you.
3: Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Hell yeah. How uh, long have you
3: been playing golf? A long time. I should be better golfer my kids. He shouldn't be a 23. But my kids say uh, I should be
1: better. All the money you spent. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Now, do they say you should be better, or they you should be better at golf? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> or they should say, you uh, should by the be way, a I'm, dad I'm Bob.
1: I'm, I'm an well, asshole.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, a, I'm average. Oh wait, you're getting paired with him in your first round.
1: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's stick. right. Uh, welcome wagon. I am Captain well- Welcome wagon. Uh, the big rule of Almost every league I'm in Is let's put them with Bob And if they can survive They're cool All right. uh, Cause yeah I, I'm a dick <laughs> right on. Really going to be fair with you?
0: Uh, where are we out on uh, Maybe, Ro- Roger not. Klein of the
1: Peacemakers? <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you down for listening to that for
0: 18 <laughs> yeah, holes?
3: Yeah. All right. You better like the same song because <laughs> they <laughs> play it over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no.
1: I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think his playlist has six six songs on it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, there's like 30 songs. They just all sound the same. Uh, do you know Casey? Do you know Casey <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you will. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
3: <deal.
2: laughs> yeah. Bob played with him last Sunday. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: all right. Did you guys come out and shoot? Yeah. You guys hit something?
3: Yeah. I hit yeah. 75 balls. Yeah. Church is like. Six thirty standing appointment. Six, six o'clock. Eight. Six o'clock on Thursdays.
0: Okay. Upstairs. Typically. But I thought they were in Havesit. I didn't think they were here. Oh, That's why. Yeah. I That's why you parked in my spot. Yeah. And I got here and I'm like, <laughs> this fucking asshole is in my spot. <laughs> if, if I'd known that was his car, I'd have just yanked it right out of there. I got a
1: tow hook.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, it's it's time for another uh, prostate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Prostate like 11,
1: Eleven minutes. Yeah, we'll,
0: we'll be right back. All right, we are uh, we are back from the, <laughs> the from the second. Yeah,
1: whew. yeah. Uh,
0: uh, but we lost we lost the new guy. Yeah. Uh, he's already out. Uh, Gary Hamlin. Gary Hamlin. Uh, welcome to the Welcome uh, to the MGA. league. Uh, God damn it! Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's that. Every every time I gotta take a break
1: prematurely, <laughs> uh, that's what goes through my head. God damn it. Uh, we gotta save that for uh, like a sponsor thing, so you just put that in there as a sponsor of oh yeah, we're taking a break. God damn it.
2: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Coming to you live,
0: SNS yeah. Pest Control.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so what you wanna do is uh, call SNS Pest Control for all your uh, uh, let's do a live pet- read. Pet safe, weed
1: abatement, and yeah. uh, uh, cockroach control. Yeah, SNS Pest Control is coming to my house uh, tomorrow to uh, take care of the uh, pest control situation. Am I on a two month? You're Three. on six month program with that. With pest control? No, that tomorrow's weed control. See, tomorrow weed? Did, who's who's spraying that stuff in? I'm going to have a
3: seat. Yeah, it can be. The, it'll be there when you get home. Yeah.
0: So, so how does this work? So I need. So I I need. I'm new to the weed abatement part. I've been doing the pest control for a uh, little over a year, and. Uh, Uh, For the first time, we we moved into a new build uh, at the end of last year. Well, at the end of 21. So we've been in there a little over a year. And I told Mrs. Average when we moved into the house, uh, you're not going to have to pull a weed, right? And so the other day, I caught her. uh, I didn't catch her in the act. (laughs) She came in the house with, like, three weeds in her hand that she brought in from the front yard. And uh, proceeded to get rid of those. And I'm that's,
1: like, that's bad husbanding. What, what the
0: that? hell? What the hell is that all about? And she goes, uh, "There's weeds coming up in the front yard." And I'm like, "Well, I got to call Scott Stafford at <laughs> S&S Pest Control uh, to get on a weed abatement schedule." So, uh, uh, walk us through how that works. So basically, I uh, will show up and I'll, I'll apply a pre-emergent
3: to all the surface areas that you know, such as uh, rock around your. We talked about, like, around your grass, around Uh the wall, because the seeds fall in there. And and they will germinate in those cracks. And then you'll have to go back, you know, three to five days later and water it all in. And then it sits in the soil. And as those seeds do germinate, it doesn't stop them from germinating. But when they germinate, they have a stolen that grows each way. And when it hits the pre-emergent, if it grows up, if it's below it, it'll grow up. It won't. It'll kind of, like, deform it so it doesn't grow. Okay. And if it's above it, it'll tap into it, and the same thing—the seed just won't develop. So you won't ever be pulling weeds.
1: Uh, now nice. the hardest—I the, the hardest part about the whole thing is the three to five days uh, you have to actually get up off your couch and actually spray it in. It's—it's uh, it's so much work because I mean, <laughs> you have to grab a hose and like. You know, squeeze the handle, and you know you might be able to drink two beers. Uh, What has worked out great for me is I think the last time Scott did it at my house, it rained like four days later. Uh, So let's just pray for rain after. uh, Right, you're both in luck
3: because they're
0: calling for
1: rain on Monday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So am, I, so, am yeah. I getting
0: weed abatement tomorrow? Yeah,
3: I'll probably do it tomorrow because okay. I'm going to be right down the road in yeah. Verado. Oh, in yeah. Verado. Yeah. See, I'm
0: Verado adjacent. Where the cool people live. I'm not yeah. quite Verado. Although, seco. Although the other day, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, that was a lot of beers ago. Uh, but uh, last, there was a monster problem. Last Friday, uh, we got egged. Our house got egged. Oh, yeah.
1: I, you, I don't think you did mention <laughs> that. <laughs> Dude, like,
0: yeah. like Kelly gets up and she goes, uh, "There's so many, like and, there's noises, right?" And, and they, what's crazy is eggs are eight dollars a dozen. I mean, I know. So what you know, rich people are you in your house. That I'm in a bougie neighborhood <laughs> yeah, from Verado. Yeah, the yeah. kids yeah. are throwing, and, and they weren't, and they weren't, they weren't them government brand fucking eggs <laughs> from Walmart, <laughs> yeah. right? They were the eggland's best, where they're branded right on the yeah, side of the yeah. shell. Eglin's best. Like, that costs an extra $4 a dozen. You were they able didn't to get identify those.
1: them? Yeah, because the shells were oh, still there. Okay. <laughs> right? They, they like, didn't get them through Wick, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, there was no government <laughs> eggs. It was, uh, they were them bougie eggs. Well, we've learned a trick that if you, down the road
3: on Jackrabbit Road, there's a Hickman's. <laughs>
0: right. Arm. Oh, yeah. And they are
3: eighteen dollars
0: for fifty uh, zip eggs. Zip it, zip it. Uh, no, we got. We're, we're we not got, sharing that. They have an unlimited supply, bro. We got. We got fifteen <laughs> dozen for fifty bucks, American. Fifteen dozen egg. Oh, so you bought the whole crate? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Bob and I did a full Cool Hand Luke challenge. Yeah. Where uh, I can eat fifty egg, he didn't think I could eat fifty egg. Yeah. I ate fifty egg. Yeah.
3: What? If you haven't seen... You can eat 50 eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. No wonder you have hip slay. You've never seen Cool yeah. Hand Luke? I have yeah. not. Paul Newman? All right, oh, yes, right. yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's... I've never eaten 50 eggs. I don't egg, have, remember. like, those references for movies. Like,
3: you can pull them up
1: like a filing desk. I have to go watch the movie. Yeah. And go, oh, yeah, I've seen this and, before. And then he shit his whole ass out.
2: Just, you know. Yeah. You legitimately ate 50 eggs? No.
1: Oh. No. no. It's, no. A, it's
0: from Cool Ann Luke. Okay. He's, in, he's in prison, but he does the, he can eat 50 egg. They bet him that he can't eat 50 egg, and he eats 50 egg.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. yeah, and he escaped a bunch of times, too. Uh, I think you're talking about Papillon.
1: Oh, all yeah. Steve McQueen. Steve
0: McQueen. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I got all these uh, on recall. Uh,
1: he's also Great Escape, probably, too.
0: Was <laughs> Steve McQueen? Steve McQueen. Yeah. Great well,
1: Escape. that's Alcatraz. No, Great Escape is a uh, uh, German POW. Oh, camp. right, 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 right. No, it was definitely not that. It was like Hillbilly,
3: Redneck, Southern. Yeah, that's Cool Hand Luke. Yeah he was in prison
1: let's go ahead and write this down for Scott one one of uh, Cool Hand Luke (laughs) is Paul Newman
2: yeah
0: and Steve McQueen is Papillon yeah and um, Yeah. yeah also great movie by the way I feel like they remade it not as good uh, this is a lifestyle
1: segment, for those of you who don't know,
0: uh,
2: that so we're, we're not going, talking about
1: golf anymore. We're going full 70s uh, yeah. '70s movies. Uh, where are we on Smoking the Bandit?
0: You know, <laughs> Watch uh, Bandit honestly, run honestly uh, so I have this conversation at work with a, a coworker. Uh Where are we at on... So they're doing the whole reboot of all these old shows, right? Like right. I, yeah. Like I saw... Um, White men can't jump. No, 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 no. No. no TV shows. They're they doing. Oh, they are doing reboots. They're remaking it. Yeah. So they got they got Magnum PI right. Oh, that show. That sucks, show's
3: dude. already. That's. That show I know. Already on. It's
0: already yeah. been. It it's, sucks. it's It's already been. Yeah. And it it's. Sucks. It, it's. I haven't watched it, but I saw a. Uh, I believe commercial they made the it. guy
1: at least a Hawaiian guy this time, so it makes more sense. Right.
0: He's definitely not Tom Selling. No, he's not. Uh, put it that way. And I watched it, and I didn't like it. But what I'm thinking is. If we're going to go back and reboot all these old shows, great shows from the 80s, uh, where are we at on Knight Rider reboot, okay? Uh, the car is real now. Okay, what I'm, say- what I'm saying is, instead of the Trans Am, we go full Tesla, Kit is a Tesla voiced by Elon Musk. You'd never be able to understand it. What are you even talking about?
3: Elon Musk, you can hardly hear, understand him when he talks. Bro, he's got a great accent. Uh, That's where he sounds like Bob on a (laughs) twelve-pack.
0: He's looking for other projects to take on. Is what I'm getting at. He's uh, he's sitting around, nothing to do, and uh, I'm I'm in on that. Uh, We got the Tesla Roadster, uh, the little red light in the front you know and, and they uh, have the
3: backup uh electric trucks oh, too that, and that yeah the
0: semi truck yeah yep, they can the drive full, it full, in. full tesla truck yeah, yeah. product placement galore right. uh where are we at on that uh we're gonna be millionaires i'm gonna pitch it dude yeah. i'm going i'm going uh um, night rider yeah yeah so night so night hasselhoff or no 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 <laughs> uh no, we're out on well i'm the thinking off. i'm <laughs> thinking the way the way every everything's woke you either have to be a person of color or a female or both right so go full lizzo as michael knight except
1: <laughs> or uh i don't know uh, yeah that that opened up too much i can't but can you fit lizzo into a tesla <laughs> roadster
2: yeah i, I don't
0: uh, i don't think uh, where are we at on the pry bar with the lithium grease? Can we get...
2: Uh, well,
3: who's the uh, uh, Minister of Defense or uh, Secretary of Defense? What's
1: their name? Uh, Rumsfeld. <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> it's some like transgenders.
1: Oh, the, the, dude, the dude who's dressed like, like dressed like a dude like a who's not a dude?
3: Looks
0: totally like a guy?
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know the name, but that'd be I'm, the perfect... I'm just a
0: dude playing a dude dressed up <laughs> like another dude. <laughs> Uh, we're we're trying to get we're trying our absolute very best to get canceled. Yeah, right.
1: Uh, it's fine. If you want to cancel us, go one uh, eight hundred. We don't give a shit. Uh, do that on your phone and see who you call. I
0: don't know. I think I think both of the people that were considering sponsoring us have <laughs> yeah. have backed out. So it's fine. I don't give a shit. But you know. That's pretty much all I had. I'm I'm standing here, so we're it's an audio medium, but we're standing here at church, which is in Avondale. But if you look to the uh, slight northeast, you, you're looking right at Jiffy Pop Stadium, which is where the Super Bowl is. And the lights are on. I, I, and uh, I'm I, looking that... at it. I'm looking at it in utter disgust because it's ruining my life this week. <laughs> and uh, I work in Glendale.
1: Which I thought is, we didn't want to get into Bob bitching about traffic.
2: <laughs> it's
0: it's terrible. Didn't we have a disclaimer
3: in
1: the
2: beginning? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. But you know what? By the time we come up with the with the next podcast, uh, it'll all be over. Uh, Super Bowl will be gone. Waste management will be over. Uh, we'll be back to our normal. Go products. Philly. Uh, But then we got spring training coming in. uh We got World Baseball Classic. Uh, Our
1: lives are going to be miserable for a little bit. Uh, The biggest thing I'd point out with uh, the wonderful Super Bowl with regards to, uh, you know, what's going on. uh, Yes, my commute is double plus-ish. But that's not the issue. If you have tried to book a golf round for this weekend in Phoenix, uh, you're paying, I mean, true north was 875 bucks for saturday right and it uh, true north is expensive anyway it's usually like 225 250 uh there's other courses so uh i got some friends playing palm valley palm valley instead of the usual 85 90 100 ish type of thing they're pushing 150 and that's a late round. That's Holy not a. Shit, that's that's a not an early round. round. That's that's <laughs> a that's a ten eleven o'clock round situation. An uh, and it's just like uh, the whole Super Bowl. I mean, anybody who's in podcast land that's not in Phoenix, uh, don't be, be grateful that you're not in Phoenix. Yeah, don't get a super bowl in your freaking area it's a ridiculous at the same time as the uh, waste management. yeah oh. we've decided uh average and myself uh we're all ditching everything and going somewhere else for uh <clears throat> entertainment value so we're
0: going full desert bar on saturday uh we're leaving getting the hell out of town tomorrow afternoon going full havasu we got reservations at martini bay so we can uh so we can have vodka bob make a vodka return. bob's a problem
1: He's not Monster. Well, He probably is Monster Bob. Vodka Bob will
0: easily turn it, because we're going full office after that. Uh, It's easily going to turn into uh, Candy Fag Bob. I wonder if they have
2: a, yeah, Candy Fag. Uh, I will be smoking cigarettes for sure. Uh,
1: And hopefully they don't have Monster Seltzers, because, you know. They won't. It's The Office. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, Monster makes a seltzer? What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh,
0: Candy fag is a callback to something that was never even on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just in reference to, you know, in the UK, they refer to a cigarette as a fag, right? So, uh, candy fag, Bob. Oh, candy cigarettes. He likes likes them candy cigarettes, so... Uh, that's where we're at on that. It's uh, not. The it's not a slur out. against anybody that's of a, any certain persuasion or you know preference. Uh, that's not where we're at. We like to ride the gray areas a little bit uh, in the in the average minute. So that is definitely in the gray area. <laughs> uh, listen, we're fine. Uh, just go ahead and bang that, mic We're we're good. Uh, sorry, I pulled a beer out in the. Uh, uh,
1: now I go now move. go
0: full D rod oh. and open it two oh. inches from the microphone. Uh, we're good. He, he likes the sound effects. <laughs> Where is D-Rod, anyway? Uh, he's working. He's working. On you the know. road? He uh, he took a couple of days off so we could move Bruce down here to uh, our neck of the woods. So brace yourselves because yeah. Bruce... We got, we got full full Bruce at BAC is
1: going <laughs> to be a problem, right?
3: I am going
0: to definitely put in a request oh to play gosh. with him at least one tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll have to. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna he's gonna be with you every tournament. Uh, that's the, that came down from yeah. the top. I don't make these decisions. Yeah, don't even uh, request that. We're just gonna do that. <laughs> it's that's already a good idea. It's already a <laughs> thing. Yeah. So
1: uh, Yeah. Uh you have pillars in front of your house or no? I do, I have a picture of some Ruth <laughs> old Nova pillar in Because he's, he's gonna need a little help with You got the, a
0: you got a yeah. nice comfy parking spot that he can sleep yeah. in. For-
1: uh, your
3: Kern. <laughs> Uh, oh, that was a fun trip, guys. It
0: certainly was. All right, let's bring this thing home. What else we
1: got? Anything? Nothing? Uh, we're good. We got, uh, we're, we're out of town. No golf this weekend. Uh, probably no Sunday me talking cursive. It depends. Uh, uh, I'll, I'm going to bring the shit. And we, if maybe we want to do a podcast on let's, the road. Let's, let's go a full, uh, we can go uh, desert bar Uh, You know, five, ten minutes and then go uh, office five, ten minutes. The audio quality is going to be
0: terrible, but we might as well
1: do it because the
0: audio Uh, audio quality on the trail. Podcast uh, oh, in yeah. the Can-Am. Yeah, yeah, in the, the Can-Am, Can-Am this going Am, Yeah. 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 Uh, this episode is brought to you by Can-Am. If you need to get off road and then, to get uh, to the hard, to, hard to find spots, yeah. uh, get yourself a Can-Am. Uh, but if you'd like
3: to see over the dash, buy a Polaris Razor. Uh,
0: that's true. That's also true. But if you want to be able to drive your uh, vehicle and not get a uh, stop drive notice in the mail, get a Can-Am. Can-Am. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and then uh,
1: uh, perhaps uh, some sort. Of, we got two wags going. Yeah. Uh, so perhaps a little Wags input. Yeah, uh, she could put me on my place. So I don't know if so there's
0: a fine line. So we got to get them to the point where uh, five, ten drinks. Uh, we'll go, <laughs> yeah. But you can't go more than that because otherwise they're out. It's then they're, they're spooning, and then we're uh, yeah. you
2: know, well, then, then
0: we're spooning, and that's no good for but <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> <So>, no, nobody <laughs> wants to hear that at all.
1: Uh, the tough thing is, uh, my wag is uh, after five ten drinks is a uh, fuck you, Bob is pretty much all she says. Uh, that's audio so, gold. Though. Yeah, that's what, that's, yeah. What yeah. that's what everybody. That's what everybody, everybody
0: wants. We're back in on the wag's episode, so. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll, we'll try to get you some content from our uh, not-golf week. It'll, it'll be a full lifestyle podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so stay all tuned. All lifestyle, all the time. And uh, other than that, uh, stay classy, and uh, we will see you in the rough.